We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, uh, Division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello. I'm Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Uh, today, we welcome Pamela Pearson to Business Matters. Pamela, thanks for joining me. Thanks very much for having me. No problem. I know it was super short notice, so thank you for jumping on really quick for that. So, so Pamela is a Director of Operations at Centus Automotive. I can see the logo behind her. And then also President of the Clona Chamber of Commerce. So today, we're going to talk about the Business Excellence Awards that are coming up real quick, like a week away. Um, but uh, before we do that, we're going to learn about Pamela a little bit, okay? And then we're going to jump and talk about the, the award. So I, I would assume most people in the market probably have heard of Centus Automotive or might have, but maybe we start there. Tell us a little about who is Centus Automotive? Who are you guys and what do you guys do? Centus uh, Automotive is an automotive dealership group in the Okanagan, um, and we have been around since 1986. Uh, Rick Centus purchased Centus um, Chevrolet in Penticton in '86, and um, there, you know, we've, we've had a couple of dealerships in Penticton, Kelowna, and Vernon since then. Um, we are currently four dealerships. Uh, we sold our Penticton stores last year to just really focus a little bit more on uh, doing a better job of less instead of, you know, being a bit spread thin and just trying to get by. So really trying to provide a, a, a great work environment for our employees. That's a huge focus for us uh, because happy employees create happy customers. So uh, really trying to be the leader in the industry and uh, do everything that we can to make sure that our employees have a great place to work. So are the four dealerships just in Kelowna or in Vernon still too? So we have um, Kelowna Mercedes-Benz, Lexus okay. of Kelowna, and Kelowna Infinity Nissan. Uh, we actually also have Vernon Nissan, uh, but it will be our, this is our last month with that dealership as we have um, sold that as well to just strictly focus on our Kelowna stores. As most people know, if you drive on Enterprise, there is a massive new Mercedes building being built. Yeah. Um, and so that's a big undertaking. There's lots of work that needs to be done with that. Um, and we will be just focusing all of our efforts in Kelowna and uh, trying to be the best we can be. That's awesome. That's cool. So your title is Director of Operations. Um, what does that mean? What do, you, what do you do? It sounds like you do a whole bunch of stuff when it's the Director of Operations, but where do you, where do you usually play in? Where, where's your role? So the best way to explain it, uh, I often say, is all the all the work that nobody else wants to do. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, that's a Pam job. Yeah. Um, I actually started back in 2008 as a salesperson and uh, realized that very quickly that I did not want to be a salesperson. Uh, and so I just became a helper if whatever needed to be done. Uh, yeah. If you needed coffee or lunch or if, you know, something needed to be photocopied or you needed a, a lot weed whacked, I actually did that. Um, <laughs> I just said yes to whatever needed to, to happen. And then over the years, as you say yes to all of these things, you learn a lot. And it got to the point with six dealerships that I couldn't do it all by myself. So um, I have grown my team over the past few years. Um, we now have an operations team. So I oversee HR, 
IT, event planning, facility maintenance, all of those types of things, and working with, um, particularly with vendors um, that um, help us work as one organization instead of all separate rooftops. Um, so yeah, just helping out wherever wherever is needed and supporting all of the department managers and uh, and GMs at the dealerships. So HR and operations weren't the career path. You went into sales and then went into HR, or did you have a background in it? Oh well, <laughs> I actually went to school to be a teacher. Okay. Um, and so I moved to Kelowna. Um, to go to school to be a teacher because you can't do your Bachelor of um, Arts and your Bachelor of Education in in Castlegar, where I'm from. Yeah. And so I moved to Kelowna to do my Bachelor of Arts. Uh, and then the plan was to move back to do my Bachelor of Education and then, you know, live back in the Kootenays. But yeah. I moved to Kelowna and as many do, fell in love with it and never moved back. So uh, finished my Bachelor of Education and taught for a year and realized that that wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So um, don't ask me why, but I decided to go into automotive and um, I'm really grateful that that turned out the way that it did. It has become, you know, a home to me and has created a, a career for myself and a lifestyle for my family that I can't imagine, like who knew that was going to happen. I wake up every morning grateful for the job that I have and the role that I get to play in this company. Interesting. Do you still have family in Kootenays, Castlewell area as well? And you, do you go there? Yep. Yeah, my mom uh, and her husband live there. Uh, and then my brother actually owns Grimey Automotive. Uh, my original last name was Grimes. And uh, so he is uh, has his own shop and he uh, services all sorts of uh, vehicles in the Kootenays and has a great reputation there. So if anybody ever hears of Grimey Automotive, that's my little brother. Did, so did you had automotive somewhat in your blood or did that come after as well? No, I, I mean, my dad drove a truck for oh, okay. a living, uh, <laughs> but no, that really had no bearing. Um, oh. I just had family who, um, you know, had a dealership in Alberta and said, right. you know, you'd be so good at being a business manager. I had no idea what that meant, but I went and applied to be a business manager because like, what else am I going to do? Teaching yeah. just didn't work out. So what did I have to lose? And uh, uh, although the, the uh, dealerships didn't hire me as that, they said, you can start a sales. And if you do well at that, then we'll see if you can maybe be a business manager. Um, so after doing sales for six weeks, I sat down with Adam Rich, my boss, and said, like, I know I told you I was going to be this great employee, but I think I suck at this. So I did sell 12 cars in six weeks, which isn't terrible. That was like the smart car era at yeah. Kelowna Mercedes-Benz. So, um, and then, yeah, it just kind of, uh, I didn't really need to know, um, you know, nitty gritty automotive details. I just need, I have really good organizational skills and, um, you know, just figuring out where we can make improvements within the, the dealerships in the group kind of led me to where I am now. Interesting. Interesting. I'm curious from a business perspective, then um, how's business been? I know that we've all heard of like supply chain issues in the automotive industry. Is that settled down at all? Or are you still safe, have, facing those same issues? It is still a challenge. Um, but 
we try really hard to focus on the things that we can control and we can't control that. So we just try to do a really good job of other things. So for example, if uh, one of the dealerships is having a difficult time getting new vehicles, we really focus on the used vehicles and um, really having a culture of fig- like focusing on what you can actually have control over. Uh, Kelowna Mercedes-Benz has lots of inventory, so they're um, they're doing quite well. And the other ma- manufacturers are, are getting there, but it's definitely been a bit of a slow journey and yeah, it just shows you, you have to focus on other things until that rebounds. Yeah. It was crazy. I know just driving, you know, through the middle of the pandemic and the like lots were empty and I'm yeah. like the crap and, you know, talking to, you know, some people saying they're selling cars a year down the road because they're just waiting for it to come in. So like that's exactly position to be in. Um, I know one thing that's really near and dear to you and Sanctus, because I was looking on, you know, sort of the website as well, is like volunteerism and and giving back, like volunteering and giving back is important. And I know you've been committee chair for the BC Cancer Foundation. You were a director at Uptown Rutland Business Association. Now you're the president of the Colon Chamber. And I know Sanctus um, supports many local nonprofits. So I'm curious where that comes from, from you, like, because uh, it's easy to say you're going to do it, but it's also easy to make excuses not to do it. But you actually are. You're you're out and about. You're always like you're you're giving back time. Like where does that come from for you? Well, um, to be totally honest with you, I actually did a panel recently for the Kelowna Women in Business, and um, you know I think that it's hard for a lot of people who don't have this like deep down burning desire to be out there giving back and donating money and time. Um, and to be totally honest, I that wasn't me either. Um, and that's okay. But what happened was um, the Sentis uh, Automotive, so Adam Rich and his family, um, they are very phil- philanthropic, philanthropic, sorry. Uh, and um, the cancer is in their family. And so how it really started was the company donated $10,000 to um, sponsor be the title sponsor for the BC Cancer Foundation back in like 2012. Right. And they needed a committee um, member to help sell tables for the discovery luncheon. And so I was basically voluntold to do it. And <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting into. I spent my first year sitting there thinking like, oh my goodness, I am providing zero value. Like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. Um, but you know, you lean into those uncomfortable situations and we ended up going from like 15 tables at the Coast Capri to selling 70 tables at, uh, at the grand. And, um, I don't really do things halfway. If I'm going to do something, I put my whole heart into it. And, um, then, you know, for the chamber, um, I was also voluntold by our dear Nikki, um, kind of like, you need to be part of the chamber. Again, I had no idea. I had no clue. Um, but you don't say no to Nikki. So here <laughs> I am. And uh, again, I just the first year, like soaked in as much information as I could. And um, yeah, just went down the path of of being really involved. And um, re- I've really enjoyed being president and being involved in lots of things. But what I'm really proud of is that um, Sentis Automotive and the family does give a lot of money. And in the past, they some of these decisions were made by the family, made by Adam, made by, by me. And when we asked our staff, like, are you proud of what this company does for the community? They're like, we don't know what this company does for the community. So we knew, we saw that there was a disconnect there between what we were doing and what the employees knew we were doing. 
So um, one of the ideas that Adam had this year and we've executed in 2022 is we've created a, a committee at the dealerships called Our Community. And uh, we were allocated $185,000 for the company uh, to give back to the community to uh, organizations that the staff care about. And mm -hmm. it is employee led. I sit on the committee as a kind of an advisor, but I don't have a vote. And um, it's all employees. They make up the decisions. They decide what, what we spend money on. They go out and talk to their colleagues and tell them about volunteer opportunities. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're coming up on spending the full $185,000 in one year on all sorts of different um, organizations that mean something to the staff. And hopefully now when we ask them, are you proud of what we do for the community? They actually know. That's amazing. Yeah. Kudos to you, your team and Centus for that, because that, that's amazing the initiative to take. And that's a lot. I mean, it's, it's not always just about the money, but it's a lot of money. And and it's not easy, I know. But even the time, I know you guys give a lot of time, which is just as important, too, which is awesome. So, yeah, one of the things that um, we're trying to uh, make sure the employees know is that money is one thing and and the company is willing to put the money yeah. out there for those organizations but we want to allow them the opportunity to spend a, a few hours during a work day um to go out and volunteer at their you know favorite organization or charity or or whatever um so they're still getting paid but they're they're giving their time to uh, whatever that organization is so it's important to be involved in your community and and give back when you're able to so uh, we really want to support our team in in doing that that's awesome that's amazing so how long have you been at the clona chamber like when did you start uh, at the my first year was uh, 2019, 2020. Okay. And so I spent um, three years in director uh, and then secretary positions. And then I took the role as the president on in March of this year. So were you voluntold to be president? Why did you step up? <laughs> um, well, I mean, there was a lot of encouragement. Um, the 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 board of directors and the team here at the chamber yeah. um, really were supportive of that. Uh, but also because I'm an all or nothing kind of person, if I'm not in it to, you know, go all the way, I'm not going to do it. Um, so yeah, it's just my nature. Interesting. Um, what's been your biggest challenge so far as president? What, what, what have you faced that you thought, wow, I didn't, didn't expect that. What, what, what's, what comes to mind? Uh, honestly, because the two years prior to my presidency were COVID, mm. um, I I feel like I wasn't fully prepared for the amount of work that it is. Um, and I mean, not every president tries to go to every single event right. and, right. you know, be be a part of all of the things. Um, but be, poor Jeff, uh, the, he was a president for two years and pretty much did no events because that, that wasn't a thing. And um, so, yeah, I've uh, trying to fit in all of the things, still give 100 percent at work and at home and still have a healthy lifestyle and, you know, try to try to do all the things it is. It's a challenge for sure. I'm curious, um, in your opinion, like what what role does the chamber play in the business community? Because I know there's the advocacy part and, and we can probably spend a whole half, half hour just talking about that. But I'm curious, like from a business side, from a business community, and, and there's the events like those, and we'll talk about that in a second, but what other roles do you see that the chamber does play or should play in the business community? 
I just think for, especially for our members, but even to non-members, the chamber is always looking out for the best of the business community. And um, so you always have a resource and you have a voice uh, to go to. And, um, you know, lots of people know about the chamber because of networking events and things like that can, that can help uh, create visibility and um, create connections for you and your business. Um, but there's so much good um, policy and advocacy work that happens behind the scenes that so many people don't know about. Um, and, you know, if you're into policy stuff, maybe you would, but otherwise it kind of happens without you really knowing about it. And I had the opportunity of going to the BC Chamber AGM this year in Prince George. And I was so proud to be part of the Kelowna Chamber because the, the Kelowna Chamber has done such good policy work over the years that we are highly, highly um, recognized and respected in a room of over a hundred different chambers. And um, that lots of lots of chambers are too small to do any policy or adv advocacy type of work. And um, so they're just there for sort of the networking and some of those other benefits. Um, so yeah, really proud to be part of, of this chamber that does so much of that work. We actually have a policy uh, forum tomorrow morning um, for our members to come and talk about the issues, like what is what are what what issues are you facing with your business, and what ends up happening is we take that feedback and we write policies on it, which then get taken to the BC Chamber AGM, and then they get taken to the Canadian Chamber at AGM and to the government, and that's where change is actually made. And so the chamber has a very loud voice, especially this one, and so. To be a business in Kelowna and have to have a, an organization that has a voice as loud as this chamber is uh, a, a huge benefit that people probably don't even know about. Yeah, for sure. I think most people will know that like, we talked about the event side because that's what you see, but all the work that goes yeah. behind the scenes that goes unnoticed, right? So Exactly. So events, we want to talk about that today. So I know, I think, you know, I think there's a lot of events that people probably attended, the mixers or speaker series. Um, but I think the one everyone like awaits for every year is the Business Excellence Awards. Um, it's there to celebrate, you know, the best of business. Um, maybe tell us, maybe I'll start, just tell us a little bit about the awards, how long has it been running for, and then we'll jump into some of the details. Yeah, sounds good. So this is our 35th annual, wow. um, and actually the second one that we've had in 2022, because we celebrated um, 2021 earlier this year, once restrictions lifted a bit. And uh, so, yeah, we're very excited to have our second one this year. And um, over the years, obviously, lots of businesses have been nominated. But this year, we had a record number of nominations for all sorts of different businesses. Over 300 nominations came in uh, for 16 categories. And then basically what happens is all of those nominations get pared down to three per category. And then um, those were celebrated in October. Uh, the finalists were were announced. And then on uh, November 23rd, so next Wednesday, is the gala for all of the celebrations of the winners. Um, so it will be a sold out event for sure. Uh, it, it's, I don't know, I had so much fun at the one, um, I think it was like <laughs> in March of this year. I'm really yeah. looking forward to this. Yeah. So how do businesses get nominated? Did they get nominated by other businesses? So, so yeah, you can nominate yourself, but um, 
other businesses nominate nominate other businesses. Or, um, for example, I nominate my all of the vendors that I work with at Centus Automotive that have supported me over the years. Like, you know, they've come to the Discovery Luncheon and supported me in that. And so it's a great way to give back to the businesses that you that you patronize every day or that you work with with your business. And um, it, it is a great way to make someone's day to say like, hey, I think you're awesome and I'm going to nominate you for this award. And then, of course, there is a bit of work that is required on their end. They have to fill out an application. Um, and then if they become a finalist, then they have to do a bit more. Um, they have judges come and uh, do videos and all sorts of things. And then the night of the event, the top three get um, a bit of a uh, video that is shown to everybody in the room. And so you get visibility for your business and then the winners are announced. I know that it's important to us. We make sure that Nikki makes sure that we dominate all our clients as much as possible as well. Yeah. So most important thing for and I agree. I think it's a nice way just just being nominated is just a nice way to you know tip your hat to businesses. So, so it's being held November 23rd. Where, where's where is it being held at? At the Delta Grant. Okay. And yeah. is there a theme this year? It's going to be a big party, but is there a theme? What 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 uh, the yeah, the theme is soaring to new heights, um, you know, really uh, recovering from uh, everything that the pandemic took from us and um, having that num number of nominations, we really soared to new heights with that. So, um, yeah, just really getting out there and celebrating all of the businesses, whether they're in the room or, the, or, or not. There's so many great businesses uh, in Kelowna that make this community what it is, and it's our chance to celebrate them. That's cool. And, and you mentioned there are still tickets available. There are still tickets. Uh, the deadline is Friday at noon. So um, there's a couple of days left. Um, we are, I think, aiming for the 450, 500 mark. And I think we're getting close. So um, that hopefully we will sell out. And then the other thing that is a really cool opportunity is we are looking for silent auction items. Mm -hmm. And so we are offering um, some shout outs to any local businesses who want a bit of extra exposure for their business, uh, for their products or services, if they would like to reach out and provide a an auction item of $100 or more, then we will do a bunch of promotion for them and make sure everyone knows about their business. That's awesome. And if I want to buy tickets, just go to the Chamber website. Yeah, you can go to the Chamber website. Um, if you're more of a phone person, I'm sure you could pick up the phone and call the Chamber office. Um, and yeah, they'll be able to help you. If anybody wants to donate a silent auction item, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn um, or call the Chamber office as well. Very cool. Um, can you, do, I don't know if you have it in front of you, what's you mentioned, I think you said there's 16 categories. Um, uh, can you highlight just a few, I know, you know, Maybe you can't talk about every single one. What, what what are some of the categories that we're going to be celebrating that day? Yes, that is a that is a great question, and I should have had it pulled up already. Okay. Um, <laughs> I actually had a an interview with Phil Johnson the other day on eleven fifty a am eleven fifty, and he started asking me questions, and I'm like, ah, I'm not a judge. I don't I can't I don't know <laughs> I don't know who the winners are, but or who the um, finalists are. But if I could click fast enough in here. Um, yeah, as you're, as you're searching for that, then I think, um, there is once you're nominated, um, there's a panel, I assume that narrows it down to the three and then exactly. who, who does make the decision on the final three? Is it a, a panel for each category? Is that how it works? Yep. Yes. There is a, a set of judges, 
Um, I actually don't know how many there are, um, but yes, they go around to all of the businesses. Uh, It's actually a lot of work um, for for them. Um, And they go around and and ask all of the questions and and everything to be able to make those decisions. So um, we have um, Rising Star Business of the Year. Our top three are Do-Gooders, Fortune Creek, and Move RX Performance and Wellness. Um, we have social leadership, but, um, a company called by Jove co Haven sleep products limited, which, um, is, uh, Scott Amos, I believe international right. gateway Kelowna, mm-hmm. um, ethics in business. We have Hergot law, Okanagan restoration services and wits metal fabrication. Oh, um, technology innovator of the year. We have Dr. Phone fix. Innovative Aerospace Services and Kelowna Software. Very cool. Um, inclusive Workplace, we have Salt and Brick, Studio 9, School of the Arts, and Trank Sleep Care. Um, excellence in Tourism, we know that um, tourism has hit been hit particularly hard. Um, so we have Beach Bum Tours, Oyama Zipline Adventure Park, and Rod's Creative Concepts. And uh, just announced yesterday, um, our business leader of the year is Bree Lake from Accelerate Okanagan. So um, yeah, there's going to be lots of people there to celebrate. Um, if you want to know the rest of the finalists or the other categories, you can go on the Chamber website, which is where I just was to say all of those names. That's very cool. And the nice thing is that I love how it's like a real mix. Like some of, I mean, some of those companies, maybe people have never heard of, which is awesome because exactly. like, that's what the beauty of it doesn't have to be, you know, Coca-Cola, right? Like it's, exactly. it's businesses, right? Yep. So. And there's, there's all different categories, which right. allows all of the different types of businesses that are out there to, to become an, a nominee. So, you know, if there's a small business, so it, that's based on, the, the number of people you right. have working in your organization um, and all sorts of different um, different ways to be nominated. Love it. Um, so we're going to come back to finish off with a few questions, but I, I, I mentioned to you, I warned you, we're going to do a thing called Would You Rather? We do it every every segment. Uh, 10 questions, just have some fun with it. And we're going to get to know Pam a little bit in a little bit different way. So ready. Okay. Uh, because there's snow out there, I thought I'd start with this one. Um, during a snow day, do we find you inside or are you outside building a fort? Inside, 100%. Hot chocolate, get away from the show. Um, would, you be ra- would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every song you hear? Definitely sing. Are you a karaoke person? We're going to do some karaoke on the Business Access Awards. Hey, I mean, if if I ever have the opportunity, I actually used to sing, so I would oh, way rather sing. You don't want to see, the, see me dance. Amazing, that's awesome. Um, would you rather read the book or watch the movie? The book is always better. I do find it is challenging to find time to sit down and read, but yeah, the book is always better. Um, would you rather have a fully stocked snack bar or a limitless coffee machine? Mm, not, not really a coffee drinker. Those are the odd Starbucks, so snacks. Snacks are good. Um, would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef? I already have a personal chef in my husband, so I'll say maid. <laughs> She'll take the maid. <laughs> yeah. Darcy is like, uh, he he's my personal chef. He makes all sorts of wonderful food. So I already Love am it. blessed with that. Love it. Um, would you rather someone see all the photos in your phone or read all your text messages? 
I mean, the photos are pretty cool because there's lots of things going on, like lots of events and things. So uh, I wouldn't have any fear sharing my texts either. So either way. Okay. Um, would you rather be the class clown or the teacher's pet? Definitely the teacher's pet. Okay. Uh, my schoolmates could uh, attest to that. <laughs> uh, would you rather lounge by the pool or on a beach? I'm not a sand person and I have a pool, so I'd pick the pool. Cool. Okay. Uh, would you rather win on Survivor or The Bachelorette? <laughs> oh my God. I've never watched Survivor and The Bachelorette is like one of those guilty pleasures. So neither. I <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, last question. Would you rather only be able to use a fork and no spoon for the rest of your life or only a spoon and no fork for the rest of your life? I think I would go with a spoon. Like a fork kind of limits you a bit. Interesting. It's funny That's a funny my, question. My thinking is like, I think I would want a fork because I would drink whatever I could eat with a spoon. I'll just drink my, but then that's I have a good to melt, I guess, a little bit, but that's fine. So. <laughs> Thanks, Love it. Um, so I know these awards uh, or any of the stuff we're talking about, especially the events, really don't happen without support of local businesses and sponsors. And I know we can't name them all because there's, I know there's a lot, but I wanted to give you an opportunity maybe to spotlight. I know there's some presenting sponsors and stuff, and I, I know that you know, they give time and money to make this possible. So, if, you know, I think I want to leave a little bit of time for you to, you know, highlight a few of the ones that really come on board. And I know a few have been, have been sponsors for a long time too, right? So. Yeah. And we, um, honestly, all, none of this could happen without, without sponsors. And there's all different uh, levels of sponsorship, yeah. obviously, yeah. but our, our main sponsors for this event are, um, uh, now the name changed, and I might say this wrong, but Petrora Langford Lawyers, LLP, and Interior Savings. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the um, the main sponsors. And then we have all sorts of others. Uh, Chroma Kai uh, is our diamond sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, MMP sponsors the business leader of the year. Um, Rogers for Business does social leadership. Acres does inclusive workplace, Park Retirement Living does uh, environmental impact, um, and the list goes on and on. So yeah. there, there's there's lots, um, and we definitely couldn't do it without them. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, last question then from your perspective, um, what does it mean uh, to a business to be nominated and eventually win an award? Because it does mean a lot. I know that we went through it. We, you know, we, we won an award years ago and it was awesome just from a team perspective and just being, you know, uh, not from the business community, but from your perspective, what does it mean for just being even nominated? I think is important, right? So. Yeah, I think for businesses, uh, even just the nomination is, um, kind of to show them that they're doing the right thing. And uh, even when things are hard, that people are do appreciate the work that they're doing and right. to, you know, keep on the good fight. Um, but also being, uh, becoming a finalist or, um, or a winner, I think that um, the, either be, being a chamber member, you already get a, uh, it's kind of comes with, people like believe in a company if you're a chamber member and although you don't have to be a chamber member to win uh or to be nominated um if you go through that whole entire judging process out of all of these these nominations and you are a finalist or a winner it's like a stamp of approval that um you know you're checking all of the boxes you're doing all of the right things not only for your business but for your community and for your employees and uh, other businesses and, and people in the community want to support businesses 
that, you know, go through that process and, um, you know, come out on the other side. So uh, I think that I hope that they find as much value in it as we hope that they do. Yeah, business isn't easy sometimes, right? So and I think just taking stepping back and just uh, enjoying and learning about businesses and celebrating what you've done as a nominee or, or an award winner is amazing in my mind. So absolutely. And, you know, you work so hard. All, sorry, you, you said you, you don't you didn't think we'd fill half hour up. Look, at yeah, <laughs> apparently I could talk That's a lot. <laughs> you work so hard all year round. And you know, business is tough a lot of times. And so to be able to take some moments to sit back and, and, you know, look at the work that you've done or the work that your you know, other people in your um, industry are doing and really celebrate for a bit, I think is a, is a great opportunity for everyone. No, I, I totally agree. And, and, you know, thank you for taking the time to, to talk about it and, and learn a little bit about your journey and the Cologne Chamber of Commerce. I still love to dig into about your, your, you know, jumping in from a teacher to a cars and automotive, but that'll be for another time. Um, so business access award, November 23rd, um, still tickets available, probably going to sell out. So I'd recommend going to get your tickets. Um, it's an amazing night, super fun, uh, great food, great time, great networking on and on and on. So it's, it's, and it's nice being out again and actually seeing people is amazing. So, so I would encourage you to do that. So yeah, walking into that ballroom and there's like, you know, decor and a stage and and um, screens and oh, it just it feels so good to be back. It is. It's awesome. And you guys always do an amazing job at it. So, Thelma, thank you so much uh, for joining this morning and uh, we'll probably see you at the awards next week. So you absolutely will. Thank um, you so much. No problem. Thanks, Thelma. Everyone else have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.